0: All right, all right, all right, fine, I'll be a gracious host, how you doing?
1: Little, Little mermaid, mermaid is the scariest Disney movie by far, though. Why the hell is Ace Blade in your Kickstarter? <laughs> Some comics, we gonna- I'm getting controversial today. We're going to get controversial today with... with.
2: My proudest moment is this interview and being able to talk to you too.
0: You know, I, I just realized what you were doing before I hit this the start button with the I it hit me right when the music started, which oh, was <laughs> I was like, what the hell is he? <laughs> All right, let's 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 get it. into it. it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Taurus Comics, in collaboration with Fourth Wall Production, proudly brings to you the Four Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Silva, from Taurus Comics. Across the way is the florid ghostwriter of Ace Blade and the captain of the Ace Blade Army, Danny J. Quick. And together, we yeah. are your two award-winning blurred comic creators here to help you find your next favorite comic. And we are live on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and host of other programs. So if you're listening or watching us live, thank you for your support. But don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review our podcast because all your positive reviews and interactions help us reach a bigger audience. Is that good?
1: That was uh, but I will point out the ace blade army attack jaw were not people who follow me. I will say that I checked, I checked the Profiles and I was like, "Oh, these people don't even follow me. Like they were just angry." So All right. that doesn't count. If you
0: were not part of TikTok yesterday and mm-hmm. saw the controversy that happened, oh, wait, we have let's let's show the people what actually did happen so we can understand what was going on, what why we're talking about this. So just just you know, bear with me for one moment here. And again, if you're listening to us on our podcast or on the Odyssey app, uh, you might want to go to our YouTube channel, check out the video here, and so you can see the visual along with this. But hold on, I can't believe they tried so to so steal my character. You can copy and paste it. Copy and it. No, just... Okay, play. Danny, that is not Ace Blade. That is Club Bat. Yeah, love Bats. Completely different IP. Dude. Nothing like Ace Blade. It's a Club completely Bat.
1: different. Club well, that. It's a totally different color. Uh, it's a different knot tying his ribbon on the back of his head. You know,
0: this is this is a completely original. No court in the land would
1: see that as you know, infringement.
0: All right. So, <laughs> so backstory: Yesterday, I was on the Five Star Pod uh, Friday's podcast. With Tony Clapper
1: and Fishley. And uh, Fishley. The hell is that noise? It's not me. I'm sorry.
0: Is it me? Okay, never mind. Never mind. That was me. I forgot to close the YouTube channel and went to another page. Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday, I was on
0: the Five Star Fridays podcast with Fishley and Tony Clapper, and I introduced my new characters, Club Bat and Lumberjack Lynn. And um, Danny said it was stealing his characters of Ace Blade and Morgan Iverson's Lumberjack, which I I don't understand. They look completely different, different colors, different outfits. Uh-huh. But he decided to post this video on his TikTok, and within two hours, myself, Tony Clapper, and Fishley were getting hate messages and DMs from Danny's army.
1: Um, again, <laughs> again, there were those were not people who followed me those who saw the video and they were reacting even though i thought i was clearly saying that it was a joke and that i appreciated what you were doing because it was cool So you know, people people took it out of context and i apologize i want pu- publicly apologize to you to fish and to tony for people coming on your page like that i, I did not intend for that to happen so
0: yeah so just so you know Danny has sixty five thousand followers on TikTok. In the two hours that he posted it, that one video got thirty thousand views. Uh, I think his video alone got like a couple thousand, few thousand likes. And uh Fish, Tony and I were bombarded by DMs not and messages. Bombarded. Not we were bombarded. It we were was bombarded. like two or three fish people. specifically was bombarded. Wow. Like like he says, the ace blade army is no joke. It's it's true. <laughs> Michael Watson's in the house. Thank you for joining us. Unfortunately, Michael Fish has not sent me. Well, wait, has he? Oh, he has. He just sent me the image. Let me see if I can pull that up. Uh oh. Uh -oh. The finished image. This is a tree, guys. All right. You know, I hate doing. All right. Boom. (laughs) So there we go. We have Club Bat, Lumberjack Lynn, and my characters. star Corps breaking out of their four walls that they're entrapped in. Um, and this is a beautiful image. I mean, look at all the detail that fish put into that. Um, it's your boy. You know, this was amazing. <laughs> it's your boy. I love the bobblehead. <laughs> oh, just unnecessary. Just it's, unnecessary. It's not unnecessary because Starcore is going to come out. This new book. I have a Kickstarter that's going to be running in a couple weeks for that. And Club Bat and Lumberjack Lynn are going to appear in Saw Issue Four, along with a couple okay. other characters. So you be on the lookout there. for that.
1: rolling on the floor, man. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't like it at all. But I do like it. It was it was dope, man. It was pretty cool to see that. Yeah, man. Fish is Fish is a dope artist, man. He uh, a couple weeks ago when I was on there, I had I did something similar with with Lumberjack's character or uh you know I had him match up Ace Black so it's dope to see like him, him be able to come up with, with the artistic representation of what you know what we what we talk about like that that's that's amazing. Yeah. But enough we'll about us. Fish
0: on. No, we'll have to have Fish on in the future cuz he's come out with his new book Green Zone.
1: Um yeah, Green Zone, yeah.
0: So we'll ha- when that launches we'll, ha- we'll have to try to squeeze him in somewhere.
1: Yeah, maybe I- maybe do a Wednesday show. <laughs>
0: Wednesdays? What the hell?
1: <laughs> you, <laughs> you already got all my Saturdays booked up, so what got to do? I got to do with.
0: <laughs> oh, man. You you're a busy man. I get it. You a busy man. All right, but you're right. Enough about us. Let's talk about today's guest. Um, today's guest is a writer and artist from Keyframe Comics. He's the creator of the smash hit series, Base Force, and Clarity Girl. And I, I just got to say, I love the name Base Force. I think that's an amazing character name. I, I really want to know where he came up with that. So let's bring the man on, Chris Thomasma. Hey,
2: hey, man. How's it going? It's all Welcome right, to man. The show. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I uh, think it was you who named him. Was it me?
0: Yeah, Was it me? Oh, man. Yep. I didn't. I don't remember doing that, but all right, I'll, I'll take your word for it. You know, yeah,
2: I remember because I thought this guy's gonna be a legend someday. I better remember him.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Apparently, you 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 met the wrong man because uh, Danny there is the legend. He already has a following. He has the yeah. Ace Blade Army behind him.
2: No, which if man. I don't,
0: and if I don't get some type of Ace Blade Army merch soon, you're you're, you're doing it wrong, dude.
1: we are going to make it happen. We're going to make right.
2: that happen uh, yeah, right man. now.
0: I like Ace Blade. <laughs> All right, Chris. So tell us about your, your books um, and what you're here about. Uh, um, two amazing characters, and I appreciate you have more. Right now, we're talking about Base Force and Clarity Girl. Let, let us know what those characters are.
2: So, um, for Base Force, well, both, both books have kind of like the same thing to them, but Base Force is about uh, Base Force's sister. And she's kind of like the punisher of the universe, so he feels he has to stop her or someone else will. So it's either someone's gonna attack her, or he has to attack her. So he kind of has to choose that and confront his sister on some things that he doesn't want to do. And then with Claire, girl, it's about um, it's about her her um, rivalry with her most her most um, infamous fault how she went silent, and she has to know why she went silent. But there will also be a B story in there, but that's pretty much both of them in a nutshell. Without giving away too much.
0: I mean, you're team spoiler you, here, so you want to give yeah, us something you yeah. can.
2: This yeah. is a safe space,
1: man, uh, to, for spoilers. Listen, <laughs> I love the designs of, of, of all your characters, man. You do, um, Kyron didn't say it, but you are also an, an amazing artist, man. I love your art style and um you. you know the designs the designs for your characters are always really um distinct and and fresh like a lot of times a lot of times especially with superheroes you can we can be kind of rudimentary in our designs like um but it's 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 cool to see you know characters with different like clarity girl in the blue and then um you know and then um base force and uh <laughs> with the green and the sound gloves and I I love that kind of stuff how do you how do you your uh, character designs—is it—is it based off of the story that you want to tell, or are you just trying to find, you know, kind of elements around you that that you can put into a character?
2: It's kind of like a mix between elements and uh, cultures that I love, and just finding what I like about certain styles, and then um, then uh, the artists on bass Rush Rob and Nix really helps me solidify, solidify those designs. Sometimes it'll be like i was all a fan of something of how I do it my way, and then I'm like, well, I like what I implemented here. I'm just going to use it for my characters. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> now, we already do that. have some comments coming in from our live stream. Uh, one from Brad Arnie says he wants a Thomas Mudd cover of the next Ace Blade book, which I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, oh, I was wrong with that, too. <clears throat> uh, Chris's artwork Brother. is amazing. Right it's unique. Um, and it's very eye-catching. So... Anytime you can get Chris doing anything for you, it's a plus for your for your campaign. I'm
2: just serious, man. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would like that too. He's definitely a cool character, and Daniel has had some of the best artists draw Ace Blade, so I'd be honored to be a part of that. You know, we're gonna make it happen, bro. We're gonna make it happen. Awesome. You know, get my DMs. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> More team, team. it's I, like I, let's talk
0: about mind. how much you want to pay. To get my artwork, that's all.
1: We go back. Yeah. And we go back.
2: <laughs> exactly. Uh,
1: um, uh, now, that's one thing that—that's one thing that kind of, you know, I've always been kind of jealous of artists. I mean, even though I draw myself, I don't—I never put my stuff out there because, um, just like with music, it's something that I, I it hurts me when I get critical um on, on my art, right? Like writing, I know you know, what people will like in writing. And I know that, you know, if I straight from that, it's going to, you know, push people the wrong way, subjective. And it comes from, you know, kind of within you. So I never put my stuff out there because I know that if somebody's like, Oh, that's trash. If somebody says, you know, if somebody gives me a harsh critique, it's hurt me, you know? So that's one thing, you know, that I always look up to people like you and Kyron, you know, to, 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 to put yourself out there and put your art on, online. So how do you – is that something that you deal with, the, the uh, the uh, you know, pressure or, you know, the critiques in a, in a negative way? Does it make you feel or do you just kind of brush it off and keep doing your thing?
2: Well, uh, honestly, I, I'd be lying if I said I just brush it off. But I at least try to take what people say into consideration and, you know, work on it. And sometimes I don't post all my art because I don't want critiques on them as well. So there's that. But uh, one advice I got from uh, creator Jan Doherty is that you know if you get a critique, just do it better the next time you do something. So I was really trying to implement that unless it's something in a book that you know if if there's a flaw in it you can't understand then you know. And also having trusted people, trusted artists I can show my work to and get critiqued that way instead of, you know, people critiquing me when I post something. So that's another thing.
0: Now, with you being a, a writer and an artist and really everything for Keyframe Comics, I mean, you probably do all the social media, you do all the marketing, things like that. Do you find it hard to balance all these things in your life?
2: Oh, yeah, a lot. Sometimes I feel like I'm lacking in one area and not doing enough Another area, so yeah, that that can be a little bit tricky sometimes to balance all that out and still like you know live my life without you know comics, you know. So it can be hard to put down, put down the phone.
0: (laughs) No, that's not that's not difficult at all. I'm not (laughs) always on my phone. I don't know what (laughs) you're talking about. So if you had the chance, though, to just focus on one, whether it be writing or drawing, which would you want to focus on?
2: Oh, man, that's a tough one. Uh, hmm. See, I love them both equally, so it's hard to choose. Um, maybe writing? I don't know. Okay. Writing is just, I don't know, it feels a little bit easier to me. I don't know why. That's because writing is easy. That's That's
0: the theme of the show. Writing is easy. Legit.
2: Legit, It
0: is. (laughs) All right. So tell us about the Kickstarter that you have going on right now. Um, It looks like you have 16 days to go. Um, You have a little bit under $800 left on on the campaign. Um, What are some of the things that people can get with this Kickstarter uh, that maybe they haven't gotten in the past or something that's new with this book that you introduced before?
2: Um, okay, first I'm going to start off by, uh, by, um, talking about what's new about these books and why you would really want them is, uh, with these books, these are going to get a little bit darker than what you may be used to reading in my writing, if anyone's read my writing before. It's a little bit darker than Base Trust Volume 1. And also, you're going to get a, a really in-depth look at each character's backstory. So I think it's gonna be kind of cool to see what happened right after Base Horse's parents died. Well, how how did uh, this character get her powers, and you know, all this kind of stuff. And then also I added uh, captions. So we'll be able to be inside Base Force's head a little bit as we're, um, as we're reading Base Force. Nice. And that's now, for like the story.
0: Now, is this a continuation from the previous Base Force and Clarity Girl books? Are these relaunches? Or
2: um, For Base Force, it is a prequel book. And for Clarity Girl, it's after uh, the events of Volume 1 of Base Force. So it's still in the same universe, and nothing's rebooted. But they're, they're two separate books, but in a different uh, continuity. Oh. <clears throat> Uh, and
0: are you I, doing all the artwork on either book? Or are you doing some of the artwork or is it just the writing for you this time?
2: Uh, just the writing for me this time. For Bass Force, we have um, Robert Nix doing the art. And for um, Clarity Girl, we have Maddie Illuminati doing the work uh, for the A story. And then Seth the Moose doing the work, Seth the Moose and Sharon Gothier doing the work for the B story. But I can show you all the artworks. is it's blowing me away. Every time I get a new page, I'm I'm amazed.
0: I can see. I mean, just looking at your Kickstarter page, you have a bunch of different artists doing you know rewards and covers and prints. It looks like oh, it looks like yeah. this is your team here.
2: Yeah, that's my uh, team. And um,
1: how did as you get the dog? The... On
2: the... How did you get the dog on the team? <laughs> Oh, that was a hard one. A lot, a lot of contract work, you know, a lot of deals. You know? <laughs> it was a hard one to pull, but I pulled him. I love it. The, the, the most valuable player in my team, for sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog as, is it? Huh?
0: What kind of dog is it?
2: Um, I'm not sure. You have to ask Robert next. That's his dog. Uh, maybe she, I swear, I mean, like the coolest dog ever i've seen i've
1: seen some i've seen that dog in in his pictures and stuff that's
2: that's cool yeah now as far as where you can get it in the kickstarter there's like i'm offering a lot more than i offered uh previously like we got things where you can get drawn in the clay girl i don't know if anyone around anyone listening likes that um you can get a whole bunch of stickers you can get there's all kinds of stuff. i even been um, inspired by uh, Michael Watson's campaign. You can get all of my comics right now uh, in the lead Package. Or if you don't want to wait for any of my comics, you can get the whole scheduled lineup, plus uh, be modeled after a, um, after a, a key character in a key fan comics. And then also for the stretch goals, we have some things, I think, are really exciting, like um, the podcast of Base Force featuring you two, and then there'll be a, a country girl song sang by uh, Lori Foster if we get to it. So I'm offering a, a bunch of stuff.
1: I didn't know. I didn't know you had Lori doing uh, doing some music. That's that.
2: Yeah, I uh, heard her and her uh, husband are you know if we reach, reach it, they're gonna sing like the pop star that's gonna be in. Uh, the B story, there you go, they even nice. have like a little um uh cosplay picture, too.
0: So, okay, are we just gonna glaze over the fact that he said that there's gonna be you and I in this? Like, we're just not yeah, gonna talk that a lot. <laughs> we, I
2: yeah, we. much. We're talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, was
1: more I already knew that we were something, I didn't know. don't lord, okay, but the, I the, the people used. don't
0: know about that. <laughs> all right, all right. Tell us about that. How are how are Danny and I going to be a part of this?
2: Um, this is going to be a really interesting podcast where I've been uh coming up with questions for you guys to mm-hmm. to talk to the voice actor of Base Force, and I'll be um editing his voice so it sounds like you actually listen to a a podcast with Base Force on it. I think it'll really add to the the story of the books. It'll be a unique, fun little uh, stretch goal. Okay. also be adding more stretch goals um, soon, too, as well for, you know, more backer goals, more backer-related goals as well. So you're going to want to stay tuned for more rewards and stretch goals I'll be adding, too.
0: All right. So, again, if anybody's listening to this and they want to have us, Danny and I, in this podcast form, For the base force clarity girl, you need to back the Kickstarter. I mean, he's almost at goal. Let's get in there and then get into a stretch goal so Danny and I could be a part of this too. You know, you want us in there.
2: And then here's the awesome thing about this campaign as I was recently on Michael Watson's chat and draw, I don't know if he's still in here talking, but um, uh, he drew a piece of uh, a piece of trouble theory the antagonist of Base Force Fighting Vigilance, which is now live on Kickstarter. If we back both Vigilance and Base Horse, I mean, and, yeah, and, um, either Claire Girl or Base Horse Physical Tire, you can get, uh, the print, which will be drawn by Michael Washington and colored by me, a creator, a creator and creator, uh, collaboration.
0: Now, Michael, you are still in chat, it looks like, so if you want to drop your Kickstarter link, feel free. Um, I will also go ahead and post Chris's campaign link to our show notes, so if anybody listens to this later on, they can actually click on there. I mean, it looks like you got an increase or at least an extra pledge while you've been on
2: here, so that's really good. Oh, really? Whoever did that, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Whoever did that, I really appreciate it.
0: Now... You, at least from my understanding from Base Force, every book that you've had has been like a uh, a single contained book. Is that right? Like it's all one story.
2: Yeah, that's that's the way I like to do it. So, you know, if you want to read this and stop after you get to that, you can totally do that. You don't have to wait for uh, another issue to feel like you're satisfied with this one. I, I personally love uh, contained issues and graphic novels. So that's where I'm going with it. Even though there will be little threads introduced that you know will come back later in the series. But uh both comics, Clay Girl and Base Force are uh single contained issues.
0: <coughs> so besides this book, where can people maybe pick up the other one? So if they were interested in this one, where can they go to maybe read your past books?
2: Um I, I do have a site uh, store, uh storing via Keyframe Comics, but they are my previous books are offered as add-ons for the campaign. So you can get Base Rush Volume One, you can get Cookie the Collector and The Darren Diamond as add ons. Uh, even though just to be clear, you guys don't you guys don't have to read those books to understand uh, Base Forest and Clary Girl, you know they are fun books, but it's not required be.
1: I like that. Um, I think that's one thing that's helped. You know, with with our our comics as we've gone, been able, you know, the 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 back issues and the connected titles and stuff like that for people who, because Kickstarter is a big platform, like a lot of people, you know, may have, you know, um, may never, never read stuff before, so. It's good to be able to offer them the things that came before or even if it's not connected, you know if they're interested in this one they might be interested in you know and no, so that that's another thing to get funded
2: yeah i i really I really like how Kickstarter is added added though so we can we can offer that yeah. because um early on in the campaign, someone asked actually asked about Cookie the collector, and he was so nice he bought Cookie the Collector and then also backed my campaign. So I'm, I'm really okay. glad that they have those options.
0: Nice. And you also have another book for, uh, called Code Pop. Oh, yes. Uh, when is that coming out? Like, when can we find out more about her? Because I'm really interested in Code Pop.
2: Oh, she's coming out really soon. The only reason I haven't really been talking about her is we can kind of really able to talk about another character right now. But actually, I actually have two books in, in development that's pretty much done of Code Pop. And one is going to be uh, a fun kind of slice, of slice of life issue more about her and what she do when she got suspended from school accidentally. It's going to be a really fun comic. I think uh, if you have kids, you're going to love it because, you know, it's going to be made for kids, basically. I have a lot of Zoomer humor.
1: Nice. And the
2: second Code Pop I'm working on is going to be, I don't know if I've seen it done before, but it's going to be, a story plus a art book and how-to book. So the story is basically her trying to gift her friend with a piece of art. So throughout the book, you'll see her progression of the art. And uh, I'm getting a bunch of different artists drawing over her my my work to kind of show what you should do in certain situations when you're drawing. So that's going to help out uh, the target audience as well if you're into art.
0: Cool. All right. Well, this is the time in our segment, or this is the time where we go with uh our Danny's quick takes. If you oh, aren't cool. familiar with Danny's Quick Takes, this is a sort of rapid fire time frame where Danny's gonna ask you five questions that he's found sc- you know, scurrying your, your social media posts and things like that. But I'm gonna pass it over to Danny so he can shake his head apparently.
2: Sounds
1: good. For the past couple days, just just trying to find some tidbits, some deep dark secrets. But I'm ready when you are, Kyle Go for it. You good? Do you you yeah. don't you don't got the the animated the graphic this time, Kyron?
0: It went up already. Did you see it, Chris?
1: Yeah, it's not oh, moving.
0: I though. see. Huh. Oh, my I bad. Okay. A... I'll do it again. Hold on, let me try. Cause you know? Quick
2: chase. Okay, did it show that time? It's still not moving.
0: That's weird. I uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know what to tell you. I, I... All right. Well, either way, we got some good <laughs> questions for you. Um, I know that just like me, you're all about a uh, good story. What is more important in a, in, a, in a good story? Is it the good heroes or villains?
2: Uh, man, that's a tough one oh okay let's see i'm out of time now okay it depends on the heart it no neither It depends on what the heart heart of the story is is that an answer
0: no you gotta pick one or the
2: other That's okay nice. uh i'm gonna go with heroes <laughs> <laughs> okay okay
1: so I heard you talking about uh, getting a, a, a cosplay earlier. So I, I got a quick question. Um, and this is something I ask to a lot of our guests. What do you appreciate more when you get from fans? Do you appreciate fan art of your characters? I've seen you had a lot of that. Or would you appreciate cosplay of your character? Which one is, is the more uh, the more above and beyond
2: from fans? Uh, I've never had a cosplay, so I'm gonna go, <clears throat> go with cosplayer, even though I love both. Because I think that takes a little bit more effort, you know. I'm not saying drawing doesn't, but I know it goes in the cosplay, so I'm gonna go with cosplay.
1: That's a good answer. Yeah. Okay, so art is worthless. Basically, I got you. you know nah, cosplay uh, is
0: considered uh, art too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a different kind of <laughs> art. No. Nah, y'all tried to come at writers earlier talking about writing is easy, but now, no. now, is it's arted. So, uh, uh, such a superior. Oh no, I'm just playing around with you. Okay, no. I was uh, a, <laughs> I was going through your social media and I noticed you like to use the uh, the superhero pose, um, that superhero landing pose that that uh, Deadpool was talking about in his movies. Uh, so I saw you did one of base force doing the superhero pose, and I did want a clarity girl. What is, is it about this superhero pose that is so impactful to, uh, to, to, to viewers? Because I've seen it a lot, too.
2: Uh, I feel like this lets everyone know that, okay, we're, you know, this person is serious, and um, well, before Black Widow, I let people know, this person is really serious about uh, what, what they do, you know? And that... It's kind of like them looking up at us, saying, "Okay, I'm ready." That's how I see it. Yeah. Almost so like how. Uh, the- yeah.
1: Yeah. Because um, it's cold in here, that's why I'm working I, I did a chance to turn on the heat, so I had to get the. Uh. <laughs> uh so number four. Um, when you were on Michael Watson's show, when you were on um, uh, Chat and Draw, uh, I know you talked about having to start over a couple of times. Um, can you tell us, do you think that starting over has helped? Helped your creativity? Or do you think it's, it's uh,
2: you know, backed you up a little bit? Um, from a career standpoint, in some ways I feel like they're hurt. But at the same time, as- uh, from a creative standpoint, I feel like it helped because I was more free to do what I wanted to do and not look back on the mistakes I made. If that makes sense. There, there was a, a comic I read recently that actually touches on this, but it'd be a little bit too controversial to talk about. <sighs> it's
1: never too con- con- controversial now. I'd, lo- I'd
2: love yeah, to I'd... hear that. Yeah, this is another person's comic. I don't know how Okay, oh, I feel uh talk about someone else's comic <laughs> right here. I feel you, I feel you, I feel you on that. Yeah. <laughs> no that
0: would be no after the show, you can tell us which what you want to bring up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we can talk we can talk about it after the show.
2: I'm gonna <laughs> um, on some, some the villain subject uh after we get done with this, because I actually have something I wanna say about it.
1: Oh okay. So, I'm down with it. Um
2: yeah. <laughs> sorry um, <laughs>
0: Morgan's killing me with baseball.
1: I had to break up since purple. I this is the one time I got too much purple on, so I was like, "Let me just throw the jacket on real quick. It's a little chilly in here. Let me throw the jacket on to break up some of this purple." This dude, thank. Uh, number number five. Question number five. So, you might know that I do another show with Morgan Iverson called Top Five Live. So, mm-hmm. in this show, I like to get people to give me a top five off the top of their heads. And I know you love uh, women superheroes, so I want you to give oh, me yeah. your
2: top five superheroines. Oh, yeah. This, this is my question now. Um, I'm going to uh, uh, awesome. go with Green and Joe. She's awesome. I'm going to go with Green and Jessica. I'm going to go with Vigilance. I'm going to go with... Um, man, I'm blanking here. Uh, oh, All New Wolverine. And then I'm going to go with um, there's another one I really love that. Oh, Squirrel Girl. Squirrel is my favorite. Put her at the top of the list. Those, are, those okay. are my five.
1: I have seen you do fan art of Squirrel Girl. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't say, I'm surprised you didn't have Wonder Woman in there. I've seen you do some Wonder Woman art, too. Um, yeah.
2: Wonder Woman's good, but, too. I'm just not a huge fan of it. I, I see there was like,
0: no, uh, no Saw in there. I'm, you know, this might be the last time that we have Chris on the show. Just I forgot Morgan. about Saul. And Morgan's like Harlem should be in there, too. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. You're right, Morgan? All wrong answers. Comic
1: yeah. yet. You, you can't be putting Harlem on people's list when you got a Comic-Con yet.
2: Yeah, <laughs> all, all wrong answers.
1: Next year, though. All Next
2: right.
1: year. Next year.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, that was uh, Bane Blade's Quick Takes. Brought to you by Vigilance from Freestyle Comics. Check out the book at fskgo.com. That's your new name from now on, Baneblade.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so I want to try to introduce something because we, we've done this a couple times, but it didn't really fit. So I want to try and introduce a segment that we're going to call What Are You Reading? Um, so I want to know, Chris, with you, what are you reading right now that you're really enjoying? And what book do you think people should check out that they're not?
2: Um, let's say my my top my top book that I'm really enjoying right now is um, Fantastic Four by Dan Slott. I really love um, just all the wholesomeness, the story elements, everything in that is beyond phenomenal. The the book I feel like people should be reading if they aren't by now is either Excellence or Far section. especially if you're black. I feel like you gotta read that one. I just
0: picked up Volume Three of Excellence last week. So I'm getting into that. Oh, so good. It is. It really is. We we have to find some way to get them on the show if they ever read their DMs. Yeah. Um but that's one of my favorite books right now. No. You don't yeah. want them on the show, Danny. Why are you shaking your head?
1: I'm saying they don't they don't read their DMs. I know they don't. Cuz I've been reaching out to Jamal Campbell for literally a year and a half now. So I, I don't know. Might be impossible. Right, we don't well. keep what are you? What are you reading, Kyron?
0: What am I reading? Oh, I didn't know we were bringing that on us too. So I thought we were just gonna do the guess. Um, damn. Yeah. Uh, wait, Danny said. Wait, Danny didn't even mention me with top five. So rude.
1: I quit. Damn. I, quit. I can't, I can't do today. I can't do nothing right today. I quit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, what am I reading right now? I'm reading Saga. That's my favorite series. Oh, of- yeah, cool. uh, that's an amazing book, and I know people already read that, but that's an amazing book. Um, one book that I actually picked up, and I, I only got issue one so far, but it's right up my wheelhouse, is um, the new series for Echo, uh, where she gets the Phoenix Force. Oh.
2: oh. It's I love the uh, Disney Plus series, so I'm going to have to check that one out.
0: Yeah, it's actually really cool. And it, it's it's completely different than how they portray her in the Disney Plus series. So, um, but this is really cool. I mean, she's fighting with the Phoenix Force, and she's trying to um, basically control the Phoenix Force where no one else has before. And it's a it's a different take. Plus, they really go into her Native American roots.
2: Oh, I love that. Yeah. Nice. We didn't have more Native American heroes.
0: All right, Danny. What are you reading, and what books should people be picking up from you?
2: It's true.
1: Um, I'm I've been just been trying to uh, read, like uh, um, Chris said, um, excellence and in, in far sector. Only um, picked back up on far sector. I, I was at like issue eight or something like that, and then I uh, picked it back up recently and got that trade in for excellence um a couple of months ago and finally cracked it open. So that's cool. But also got some good deals on some hardcovers. So this uh X Men No More No More Humans. I'd never seen this before. So I was like, oh mm. shoot, I gotta I might have to check that out. So um and the 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 book is just beautiful. So you know definitely had to pick this up. I'm gonna give this a read probably next week. Um but I I think I think you- I think <laughs> uh, any any comic that uh any comic read, get your hands on these days is good to read. So just pick up go to go to your local comic book store and, and pick up something that looks good to you and uh you know
2: read yeah, it. and then that's the thing, like right? with the comic industry now, it's up for everyone. You just have to like go into a, a comic book store or even uh comicology before they ruin the comicology.
0: What did they do with Comixology? I've been out of the loop on that. Yeah. Now, what did they do with comicsology? Oh, totally... um,
2: so they changed the interface to how you used to be able to read the comics so now everything is all messed up. Mm. So it's like, you know how they used to have, like, the uh view. view? Do? They don't have that anymore. And, like, oh. all the credits on everything is gone. Some comics are even deleted from the site, so now. Yeah, people are done with comicsology. they mm. ruined it. I that thought sucks. they were
1: always. I thought they were always owned by Amazon. Maybe, maybe because it was just a different platform then. But now it's now it's like the Amazon platform. They messed it up.
2: But yeah, I think Amazon decided to do something differently and China. I don't know, improve upon uh, Kindle, but I'm not sure. Mm. It's just a shame what happened to it. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kindle, it should technically, you know, Kindle would be a good place to, to read comics. It should be, but, you know, sometimes they, they probably just got to get the bugs out, you know. They'll be fine in, in eight months or so, but by then, there might be another platform. Like, I, I read my digital comics on my iPad. Like I I download PDFs and, and read them on my iPad, and I love that. But anyway, um, you know, it'll be all right.
0: Well since we are talking about comics that we're reading, um Chris, what books got you into comics when you were younger or maybe you started when you were older? Yeah. I shouldn't I shouldn't assume that you started when you were younger.
2: Um actually I got into superheroes uh right after Spider Man one came out, but then I got into reading comics when Iron Man uh Iron Man One came out. That's when I really started to read comics, but the series that I'll always remember the, the one that I started with was Marvel Adventures uh, Spider-Man. And I just loved that series so much how every every issue you felt very satisfied with, and even though they had a cliffhanger, you felt like that issue was done. And then also, it looked a little bit more cartoony and fun than other comics that I would see on the shelf. I think Christopher so uh, so so color back then was um was the colorist of that book and a very self-shade cartoon vibe to it i just love the way they portrayed uh peter parker and gwen running off into June adventure. so that was my first book
0: nice now is that also the book that helped that sparked that interest to great comics or was it something else
2: uh yeah, that that was the book and then seeing indie comics, you know, I'd be like, Oh, people can actually make these. I think I would watch them too, given I I'm already drawing com- I'm already drawing things. But after seeing um indie comics, I think Spirit's Destiny was like one of the first indie comics I remember. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Dorothy, so she was very encouraging. That's kinda how I got in the comics, even though I had a bunch of superheroes that were great. Before, and Clay Girl* was the first one.
0: Hmm. Now, with you having so many characters, is there any creators that you haven't worked with that you would want to?
2: And not necessarily um, like
0: big names, but even indie creators.
2: Uh, Michael Watson. I, I know I keep uh, dropping his name a lot, but I really like his art style and what he's doing with his comics. I'd like to do a base force uh, with him someday. Um, Morgan, I want to work with him someday. Now, there's pretty much, like, all the NG people I want to work with someday. Right now, I'm working on something with uh, Charlie, who does Spider Scroll. So, that was one of the dream uh, NG creators I wanted to work with. Nice.
1: That's but cool. as far as, like,
2: big names, I would love to work uh work for, like, uh, Brandon Thomas or uh, Donny Cates. Or even um uh trying to think of her name. Um uh, nah, I can't think of her name right now, but yeah, I uh wanna work with a lot of people. I should say that. All
0: right. Now we have to have Brandon Thomas on the show at one point. I'm sorry. I mean yeah, we've, we we've glowingly raved about excellence on the show three or four times. His name's yeah. now popped up. If somebody can tag him in the comments or, or forward him an email or something, letting him know that we want him on the show sometimes, please do that. um Because that would be great. I'm just saying. Morgan said he'd be definitely doing something with Harlem and Clarity Girl. There you go.
2: Oh, that'd be dope. Even though maybe Trouble Fury would be a better fit for Harlem, but, you know, it's cool.
1: Trouble is trouble is a problem. Trouble is a problem.
2: Yeah. <laughs> From what I remember, they're both anti-heroes, right?
1: Um, uh Harlem might, Harlem. Harlem. might actually be a villain eventually. Like Mor- Morgan's characters, like he he says that they're heroes, but they be destroying people left and right. So yeah. I don't I don't we we'll see about Harlem.
0: His heroes yeah. are just an extension of Morgan's, what you're saying.
1: <laughs> Pretty much.
0: <laughs> oh right, thanks, man. Oh, hi, yeah. nice, Timothy. I haven't even seen. I'm sorry. See, everybody loves Clarity Girl. I think we need more. And One of the things I actually love that you've done with Clarity Girl is you got somebody to do voiceover work for her.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, Marion Ma- Ma- uh, yeah. Toro. I just want to voice her like, every time. She does such a great job with her. You know, if you guys want to uh, check out what she's done with her voices, you can go to my, um, my YouTube channel. Um, well, I probably said it before, but um, she's have she has voice work for both um, uh, both trailers for bass Wars and Kyou. Yeah, you guys do some great designs, too. So, sorry, I'm reading right the comments the real quick. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we have a couple more minutes um, because we don't want to take too much of your time. We know you're busy with the Kickstarter and everything. Is there anything that we haven't brought up that maybe you want to talk about before we go?
2: Um, honestly, I can stay on here longer. I have you know, nowhere to go. But a couple of things. Um, I guess while we're on the subject of anti the um, the thing about trouble Ferry is it's going to be interesting to read the, the issue. And um, I think once you're done with the issue, you're going to kind of see where she's coming from and debate whether she is a, um, a villain or anti hero or if she's just a regular hero who has no ways. So that's going to be um, uh, exciting to see. It kind of goes into um, something you said, uh, <laughs> something you said uh, earlier about villains or heroes, but given that uh, every villain can kind of see themselves as a hero, I think those are kind of one of the same. Uh, notice how almost every single Sony movie about a villain has had basically a villain for that villain, not making that villain uh, a villain anymore, making him a hero. So that's that's something that could be de- debated about. And
0: right, then we did for have sure. a comment from oh. Javon saying that Chris needs to be on Top 5 Live, um, which is the other podcast that danny is
1: a part of oh yeah um, that'd be fun with, with, with javon stokes and and morgan iverson though you know uh my um but as to what you were talking about i saw on your kickstarter page too um your the heroes can sometimes get kind of dark too because i saw um a panel from the book where base force is is beaten looks like not pretty bad and and he said something about murdering the mess out of somebody uh you know for 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 stopping them from being one of the greatest heroes all the time so um I think it's a you know a, a delicate balance you know kind of have to kind of have to show it through your actions through, through your character's actions of um you know what they yeah. believe and and how they um and how and how they deal with situations so I'm down yeah, with that. I, I
2: just I just want to add context to that because um the page you read from, was actually when he's a teenager so as a teenager's point of view he would think about just killing you know the villain that killed his, his parents so yeah. you know it's also I meaning a hero of where you're where you're standing for, from and how mature you are to be a hero and that's something that's really touched on a lot in clear girl i think people are going to love is that uh she's really going to define what it means to be a hero for her and I don't wanna to say too much i so I'll spoil it, but it's a it's a very interesting take on Heroes.
0: Okay now you gotta spoil something. I mean Danny's already said this is a safe space and you're like, I'm not gonna spoil it. you gotta spoil something for our listeners. Come on.
2: Yeah. I mean my my artist keeps keeps talking about two more um on two into not spoiling, it, but uh let's say what can I spoil? <laughs> uh so I get distracted by the comments too. Okay, what well, I can spoil about um clarity Girl is that uh um uh, sorry man, I'm blanking on this. one.
1: Okay. It's okay. You can yeah. you can tell us how they got their powers because in the in everything that I've that I've read, I haven't seen how how they've gotten their powers. Can you tell us? Can you tell us about that?
2: Oh yeah, I can I can spoil that. It's not a big secret. Um, base force. Is the son of the original base force. So he inherits the gauntlets and the helmet from his dad, which come from uh, White Corp, which produced Clary Girl. And Clary Girl, her uh how she used her powers is she was really sick, and uh, the only way to cure her was from a special serum. And the serum gives her uh powers. And her weakness though is that the powers only work sometimes. So nice, that's uh, that's that's where I'm they use the powers, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sometimes she doesn't have the powers, and sometimes she does. So it's gonna be kind of cool to see.
0: All right, that does sound cool, and I'm glad yeah. that we are at least able to talk to you about this. Um, because I think I've I have Clarity Girl and Base Force, and I think they're both great books. Yeah. Um, and everybody should check it out if you haven't already. Go to his Kickstarter. Thank Back it. If you backed it, up your pledge, help him reach his goal. Um,
2: can I just add that um, with this Kickstarter, you don't have to buy both books. You can get Clear Girl or you can get Base Force or you can get them both. So it's, it's not you have to buy both of them for this Kickstarter.
0: No, we want nah, them to buy, buy, both. Both them. <laughs> buy
2: both of them. Buy both. Buy both.
0: Yeah. Get yeah, all the albums.
2: I'd like, like you to, but you don't have to.
0: Okay, we want you to. Buy both, yeah. get all the add-ons, get everything you can. It's a good series. You're gonna enjoy it. It's gonna be well worth the money. So pick it up now yeah. if you haven't already.
2: Uh Morgan Salesman for a purple panda. She wears tights. And Trouble Fairy. She wears tights too. Yeah, Morgan.
0: <laughs> all right. So Chris.
1: Yeah, ain't nothing wrong, no wrong with superheroes wearing tights, man. See Morgan just yeah. likes his his heroes grungy and, you know, wearing jeans and, 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 slicing people in half, but that ain't even a, a hero. He sliced people up.
2: Yeah. Can I just said one more thing, a little rant about, about that. I hate and, uh, and superhero movies when they talk about how super the uh superhero costumes look for the original comics, you'll have a purple monster collection all types of stones, uh, Wiping out half the population, but somehow a superhero way wearing entices yeah. is out of the question. That annoys really me. Yeah. This is out of the
0: question. Yeah. I know. I know. It's that should be a top five thing right there. Where you guys just discuss superhero costumes and how they're portrayed in movies. Cause some of those superhero costumes they could have just done it directly from the book and have been fine. Yeah. Um, but there are yeah. there have been some instances where they the movie actually did enhance it. So
2: yeah, I, I saw I strange. saw
1: on TikTok though, uh there was a behind the scenes from the the X-Men, I want to say it was X two. Uh when they no, it was it, it might have been the first X-Men where they were um going to the Statue of Liberty and they all had on the the list for the first time. You remember that moment? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. and they the actors literally couldn't like they were there was an outtake because they were trying to hop over that fence to get <laughs> to get the scene done tight. and they couldn't move in the costumes. Like they they redesigned these costumes and all this stuff and they literally could lift the leg just to hop over this little fence. So
2: it was hilarious. I love that. I love stuff like that's kind of like how in uh, uh Batman Zion Justice, how it'd be so stiff and the other Batman too, uh Val Cameron, I think it was. They were so stiff, so it was so good that in uh, the Batman, uh, he was actually walking around looking cool, and he didn't have to like be all like this, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. We gotta bring that up sometime. Yeah. All right, Chris. Well, where can we or everybody find your work, um, your website, things
1: like that?
2: Um, right now you can find it um at I think it's called Base Force or Cake right now. Uh, that's why I like you to go because you can get all the stuff I offer at the store as add-ons, including stickers and commissions and all that. But um, if you don't want to um, support my Kickstarter, you can go to um, uh, yeah. storeenvy. dot and all the stuff available will be there as well. And you can add me on Facebook, and I post a lot of fan art and all that kind of stuff too. So. All right. all
0: right, Danny. About you, where can we find your work at?
2: Um, if you're
1: looking for me, um, best place to go is our website, fourthwallpros.com. Um, and if you want to follow me on social media, it's at the Ace Blade on all social media platforms. So what about you, Kyron? Where can people find your stuff?
0: Uh, you can find me at toruscomics.com. If you want to get my socials on Instagram and Twitter, is at toruscomics. And if this is the first time you've ever listened to our podcast, we thank you for checking out. But if you want to go back and listen to previous episodes, you can go to 4talespodcast.com. That is the number 4, T-A-L-E-S, podcast.com. Uh, next yeah. week, though, we will have, and I'm going to mess up his name, I already know it. But I think it's pronounced Zachary Marwan uh, from Dwarf Star Comics and creator of the book, The Voyage. So hopefully you guys can join us in. Uh, but until next time, sayonara, goodbye, and Please take care of yourselves.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Music provided by my brother, Quicks Made It. Find him online in YouTube, Instagram, and SoundCloud. I want to know what it is Quicks is trying to say.